For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Man on a highball traveling train. A mama, she raised four little children, and a family had a good name. And Papa had this is the dude that did swinging. John Anderson. Also launched an unsuccessful uh, run for president, I believe, as a libertarian in the early 80s. Different John Anderson. Oh. In fact, it might not have been as libertarian. He might have run in the Independent Party. Big Brother went to college. We are Drew Grabo Live, and every afternoon you can roll up some joints with John. We try to learn a little something about today's news. While John rolls his joints and passes them around, I will play some lullaby versions of popular songs. Underneath them, you're more than welcome to call and guess them if you'd like. But let me introduce to you, without further ado, my boo, John Senning. Let's get right to the juicy stuff. We have a battle brewing with our governor and the president of the United States, and it's only getting hotter and hotter. Let me play for you first a clip from uh, uh, Jen Psaki, who is the press secretary yesterday coming for Ron DeSantis. Pretty much. I'll let the audio speak for itself, uh, telling the governor he needs to get out of the way. You will hear the president convey later. If you are not going to be a part of the solution, if you're not going to be a part of saving people's lives, then get out of the way and let other people do the job. Get out of the way. Uh, that means don't ban, uh, don't make it harder for people to put requirements on masks or asking for vaccination status into law. So, you know, some some heavy handed words. Uh, And, you know, Ronnie D is not one to back down ever. Uh, So earlier today in a press conference, uh, he was he was kind of asked about those comments and he had some things to say. Why don't you do your job? Why don't you get this border secure? And until you do that, I don't want to hear a blip about covid from you. Thank you. This is going to get so much worse, I think. I don't, I don't know. Hopefully, I mean, we, we know we've seen the models of what could happen with COVID in Florida, and hopefully they're just not true at all. But I can – like, what what grounds does the federal government have to come in and go directly against the governor? And oh, what happens, man. What happens if that ever if that ever has to happen? Because, I mean, let's say uh, we were uh, talking about that study that came out, I believe, from the Mayo Clinic, where they have they have a model that says that Florida could hit 80,000 cases a day. To me, if 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 Ron DeSantis continued on this track and we got into a situation like that, no matter what you believe, whether you love Ron or not, it does not seem far fetched at all that the federal government could do something to override him, which I'm sure is in their jurisdiction if you look deep enough into executive orders and other things that come along with it. Yeah, and that's not going to do anything good as far as this growing divide between oh my gosh. people. Oh my gosh! I mean, oh. this is already bad enough. I, I think this is bad enough, but but yeah. it's only going it's only going to heat up. So I know we've we've kind of tiptoed around it. Do you have a thought on COVID? directly tied to immigrants coming in that aren't being vaccinated? Uh, 
I don't have a thought because I don't know how many immigrants there are and I don't know how they're being released or where they're being released. If you can show me that tons of them are being released into the the populace and they have COVID, then I'll go, yeah, that's a problem. Until that happens, I don't know. It's just interesting. It's just interesting when you look at it. And trust me, I don't want to be communist like China, but but looking at what they've done with 70 cases, they shut down the border. They isolate the people who have it in these weird little tents. It's insane. And then here, where we say we're taking it seriously, mm. we do just kind of leave the southern border open. And it's just interesting the different approaches. I think that... We're just not being honest with ourselves about it. Right. Like, like if, if you want to let people in, that's fine. But I don't think you can let people in and be doing the right thing by COVID. Correct. Uh, and just to, to kind of as an anecdote to all this and show you there's another side as far as walking back. Uh, the governor of Arkansas now speaking out saying he regrets signing law that banned local mask mandates. Oh, man. I signed it for those reasons that our cases were at a low point. Everything has changed now. And yes, in hindsight, I wish uh, that had not become law, uh, but it is the law, and the only chance we have is either to amend it or uh, for the courts to uh, say that it has an unconstitutional uh, foundation. I so, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not out of the question for a politician, and a Republican specifically, wow. to go back. And I think we've seen some walking back on some vaccine comments and things like that. But I, I, I respect and I wish that more politicians admitted when they were wrong. I think they overall people believe that if you admit fault that people lose faith in you. Yeah. I gain faith. I, I mean, if you can come right out and say, hey, we dropped the ball on this or we were wrong or I thought one thing and I'm willing to go in this direction now. That's going to make me trust you more because you're not worried about how you look. You're worrying about doing the right thing. And in that moment, when you say, hey. In hindsight, I was wrong. I, I got nothing but respect for you. Maybe Ronnie D will uh, will go. Hey, you know what? I was wrong to ban mask mandates for school districts. If you're a school district and you want to protect your, pass one. I'll give you funding. Man, the more that I think about that in the schools. I just think about myself, and I'm an adult, and I'm a baby at that, but if I, I look at people who are out serving tables and working that have to wear, we're lucky. We don't get, have to wear masks while we do our job. We wear right. around the office. I mean, five, six, seven hours in a mask as a oh, child, man. I mean, that seems that seems unrealistic, Yeah. and, and I'm, I don't know what you do, and as, as somebody who's not a parent and doesn't have to worry about child care or anything that comes along with it, and I know a lot of people would love to fight me on this, I would say keep them out of school before you've got a keep them all masked. I don't begrudge any parent for keeping their kid out of school right now. Yeah, it's in and I think that we're still getting we're getting it's, it's so close. Yeah. That's the thing. Next week we're there. And I mean, we could be we could be in a worse situation than we are now. It's Hard a, to imagine. It's absolutely insane. So did you talk at all yesterday about the New York City uh the New York City vaccine mandates? No. So pretty much, if you want to go into a restaurant, uh, any sort of entertainment facility, or even a gym, you're going to have to show proof of vaccination in New York City. A lot of people pushing back on that, uh, and, and I'm sure a lot of people pushing back on it uh, that you would think be pushing back on it. Mm. But the mayor of Boston, who is a Democrat, and just to tell the whole story, she is an African-American lady, uh, had some strong, strong words about whether or not uh, the vaccine mandates would be coming to Boston. All right. In this country of people needing to show their papers, whether we're talking about uh, this from the standpoint of during slavery, post 
slavery, uh, as recent as, you know, what an immigrant population has to go through here. Uh, we heard Trump with the birth certificate nonsense. So, yeah, she is uh, the, the, the very beginning was was cut out a little bit. She says this country has a long history of people having to show their papers and she is adamantly against it. And, and mm. I, I thought I thought I didn't think the covid was coming back ever in the first place. Not like this. But I really thought that that window of vaccine passports has closed and it to me. It's just now it's just now opening We're cracking up it open. Yeah. I mean, I it. it I don't think it's ever coming to Florida, but if I lived in a place like this, I would be uh, I would be pretty pissed off and probably enough so to think about moving. Imagine you can't go into a restaurant and look, everybody should get vaccinated. Uh, you can't go into a restaurant for a meal without showing papers. Yeah, it's, it's just That's kind of uh, terrifying. Well, specifically on the heels of what just happened. I mean, th- which I, I don't think there's any outbreaks in New York right now. So maybe they they don't apply the same rules to a place like that. But we just learned last week from the CDC, who I think we're supposed to trust, that that vaccinated people are carrying it around. Yeah. So is, is, are we just to believe now that is this to protect the unvaccinated? Mm. Is that is or that, is it to exclude them? I don't know. A uh, lot of things churning every day, something new. August 1st was to be the day that the eviction moratorium was up. Well, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention announced a new 60-day eviction moratorium in counties where the transmission of COVID-19 is either substantial or high. Spoiler alert, that means the entire state of Florida. The order issued by CDC Director uh, Dr. Rochelle Walensky includes an initial expiration date of October 3rd, but can be extended or rescinded based on change in the spread of the virus. I know we talk often about people working on the the, the worker, you know, the, the worker shortage yeah. and, and the money that's being lost there and the people are missing out. I don't think we talk often and I don't even know what's happening. What happens if you're a property owner or you're a landlord who has 30 different units and 20 of them aren't paying the rent and haven't paid the rent and you can't do anything. I, I feel, I know that it's, it's easier to not feel sorry for the property owners and the right. people in that but middle they still bracket. Have bills to pay well, too. That, that's the thing is I, I would really be curious to know some of the numbers when it comes to property owners who are now drowning because they can't, they can't do anything. I talked to my landlord who has a couple, I think a couple properties where, where it's an issue, luckily not many, but I couldn't imagine if that was your bread and butter and now nobody is paying rent and hasn't paid yeah. rent. And it's really, really, really got to piss you off. If you thought you were coming out of it on August 1st and then they come and go, ah, Eh, we're going to roll a bit. We're going to go three more months. And you still have to pay homeowners insurance for that. You still have to pay, you know, some pay electricity and all yeah. that. So it's actually costing you money to have tenants. Yeah, it's that. I, I'm not saying that that category of person is, is getting it worse, but I also think they're getting probably the least amount of sympathy while yeah. also not being able to make money in a lot of ways that, that they would make money. Correct. It's been quiet in the tropics, and we haven't seen mm. much in, uh, in in the way of hurricanes or tropical activity since Elsa rolled through. You may notice that uh, the storms are getting hot and heavy. That's not a coincidence. The tropics are getting juicy. The National Hurricane Center is monitoring, monitoring three areas in the Atlantic Basin as we head into what is typically the most active part of hurricane season with no signs of slowing, according to federal weather officials. While things have been relatively quiet since Elsa, the NHC is now keeping 
keeping an eye on these three potential developments. The first is a small and weak. Uh, the first is a small, uh, weak area of low pressure po- uh, passing near the Cabo Verde Islands with some thunderstorm, according to the NHC. Significant development is not likely. The second area uh, is a tropical wave over the Atlantic, producing showers and thunderstorms and another wave is to come off the west coast of africa uh some point tomorrow night we know the big boys that come off uh off africa yeah. are, are the ones that that have time to build and, and can be kind of scary so nothing to be scared of at the moment but i do think we're entering those months where if you found yourself not paying attention Maybe it's time to pay attention for a minute. Especially to us, because we have all of your storm info as soon as it happens. I really feel from a radio perspective, you're not going to get better tropical coverage. We've got friends like Mike from Mike's Weather Page and Paul Delegato. So if things do get crazy, uh, you're very, very safe here. 24-7. We're willing to do radio whenever to keep you safe. You're damn right. Uh Uh-huh. So the Buccaneers social media, I think, is is awesome. I think they are doing so good. And I don't watch every other team's social media or TikToks or anything like that. But it seems that the that the Buccaneers social media team, and I want to say the girl's name is Jill Beck. Jill? Okay. Her name's Jill. Uh, she's the one who heads it all up. Well, they asked players on the Buccaneers who they wouldn't want dating their sister. Which teammate they wouldn't want to date their sister? I mean, Antonio Brown was unanimous, right? Well, that would be my thought, but uh, here's some of the the answers. One player to not date my sister, if I had a sister, I would say Scotty Miller. I don't even know how he has a wife right now. I would definitely not let my daughter date my deputy. Like you, wife. Oh, that's easy. I would never let my daughter date Devin White. Thank you. Did you say say thank you? (laughs) Devin White. Devin White. Little for Nick would never date my sister or daughter, ever. It's only one guy. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. I can't let Leonard date my sister or my daughter because Leonard... You don't know what to expect out of him. Sean, I'm trying to say Sean. It's funny, but... It's if you're let's say you're Devin White for example, these guys clearly think you have a character flaw or something bad enough to where you wouldn't want. It's a very loaded question that yeah. is fun, and I enjoy having fun. Fun, but I also think if you're Devin White, you go, well, that's kind of messed up. Well, yeah, this is one of those fun, funny things until you dig a little deeper in it. It's like, why wouldn't you want me dating your sister? I would treat her with respect after banging the hell out of her. So the debate on. Um, those who are transgender participating in sports has become a debate over the past couple of years. Everybody wants to talk about it. Everybody's got their opinion, but I'm not sure that anybody saw this specific athlete's performance going in this direction, which for me is kind of a difference maker when it comes to the argument. Transgender weightlifter Laurel Hubbard has announced she will retire in the wake of her controversial appearance in the Tokyo Olympics, where she failed to complete a single lift. The 43-year-old who transitioned in 2012 competed in the 87-kilogram-plus category for New Zealand but crashed out after making history as the first trans woman to compete in a solo event. Her appearance on sports' biggest stage was short-lived after she failed to record a single valid snatch snatch, snatch lift in Tokyo. So wait, the, the transgendered athlete had, had problems with the snatch? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was also mired in controversy, not least because she was well back to pick up a medal and sparked a firestorm of debate about transgender participation in sports. Now, Hubbard has said she is ready to step away from the spotlight as her age has caught up with her. 
Age has caught up with me. In fact, for being honest, it probably caught up caught up with me some time ago, who was more than 20 years older than most of her rivals. So I think you like this. Let me see if I can work through your logic. No, well, no. Oh. I mean, th- I think you like this for for the transgender argument because the people who are opposed to transgendered athletes competing against genetic females will say, "Oh, they automatically have an unfair advantage." But this transgender athlete not winning proves they don't necessarily have an automatic advantage. Is there any chance that this is a setup? I don't know. I mean, I guess anything could be. Well, a setup. I'm just saying you go on the biggest stage of them all when more people were, and she is old. She is old, so I do understand that. Yeah. But if they're like, hey, if you could just throw this, it would really, you know, take out the argument oh. that the you know transgender athletes are going to just rule women's division. So if you could just real, because I mean, we're not talking about a bad performance. We're talking about tanking yeah. in, 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 a, in an undeniable way. Oh. I mean, I, I guess I could see that. I mean, that's, a, that's a hell of a conspiracy. I mean, it's a conspiracy theory. Yeah, yes, very, finally. very much so. And I, and, I don't, and I don't think that any athlete would be willing to throw it in. But maybe if you, the secret uh, underlords got to her. A manatee impacted by the ongoing red tide bloom. When you see all of these uh, dead sea life out there, we do have a happy story because the manatee impacted by the ongoing red tide bloom in the Tampa Bay area was rescued and is being treated at Zoo Tampa. I think it's because of our connection and the fact that we met the manatees on the on the river recently yeah. that the idea and dolphins are very sad as well. But something about the idea of manatees passing because of the red tide, it really, really rips your heart out. I know the manatee was rescued by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission Monday near Sarasota. It was taken to the zoo by Moat Marine Laboratory and Aquarium. The female manatee is the 23rd patient treated this year at the zoo's manatee critical care center. The manatee will be closely monitored with assisted respiration by an animal care team as red tide impacts the animals breathing when they first reach the center. So heartbreaking because we feel so close to these beautiful, magnificent creatures now. Can I tell you, I've been uh, following Captain Planet on uh, oh, yeah, that we talked to Garrett uh, from that we talked to last week. He is getting blown up by people uh, getting those artificial Good. reefs. Now people are giving them as gifts. They're giving them, people are requesting them uh, high-end uh, houses, people that move mm. in on the water. They're requesting them for, did you know that people do housewarming registries? Uh, it's a rich people thing, I think. No. Yeah. Housewarming registries. When, when they move in and people have big parties to break in their new place they have housewarming registries well now people certain people that are getting houses on the water are asking people to buy them uh the, uh, the artificial reefs to put outside of the property so good for captain planet man what a great guy and what a great cause dude, and, and i'm not i'm not saying that our his appearance here had anything to do with it but pretty much right after he did fox 13 in the show he is a bit in every other newspaper and the the artificial reefs are absolutely blowing up so hopefully if it just makes a smidgen of a dent in the red tide population, maybe saves one manatee, uh, we've done a good job. Look who he's inspiring, too. This girl for her 10th birthday. Did you see this a couple no. minutes ago on Facebook? Listen to this. Hi, guys. It's Tinley. Will you help me help my friend Captain Planet save our planet? This year, for my 10th birthday, I'm partnering with my best friend Bracken for, to raise money for the Eco Preservation Project. All the money we save will go towards buying a mini reef. Will you isn't that awesome? That is awesome. I feel like I really missed an opportunity on my birthday. Captain Planet, you're doing something special, buddy. He's good. He's we good. I want to meet that dude in person soon, Same. hopefully. So, the, I would have never imagined... Did you, did you have any grasp on the fact that uh, Martha Stewart was 80 years old? Uh, no, I would have said 72 at most. Do you see the picture? Yeah. From the Instagram? Yeah. I mean, she looks Phenomenal. as good as she has ever looked. Is that... 
I don't know how many 80-year-olds you've looked at in your day, but is that is that the one of the finer-looking 80-year-old women? Uh, one of the finer ones I've seen today. I've always found her incredibly appealing. I just find her brilliant and funny. And uh, mm. Talk about a bounce back. You, you don't, especially in her realm, you would think going to prison <laughs> would ruin everything for you. <laughs> yeah. And she somehow came out more relatable and, and better. Damaged after it, people Dinged. like that. Yeah, I think people, I think people like the the realness of somebody who uh, Snoop liked it. Got a little trouble. You think he hit it? No. Are you sure? I think she tried to put it on him, but I don't think uh, I don't think he did. Man, I'm just looking at this picture of her. Eighty never looked so good. Yeah. I wonder how much work is into that. Like 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 medical like cosmetic work. work? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Right, but she looks good. Uh, and lastly, any time where. Real life drama can cross with the professional wrestling world. I'm always going to try to uh, to, mm. to to cash in on it. So there's a rapper and a wrestler. He's a wrestler who happens to rap, and his name is Max Caster. Right. So I got on I got on social media this morning, and and it blows. Anytime wrestling is trending high up on Twitter, I know that it's something bad has probably happened. Someone's <laughs> been fired, or something that steps outside of the wrestling realm. Yeah. So he raps when he comes to the ring. Okay. And uh, AEW, who has kind of emerged as the new competitor for uh, WWE, they've got big wrestlers like Chris Jericho and, and all the others. Uh, so they're they're big. They're mainstream. They have a show called AEW Dark. And last night, Max Caster spit some bars on his way to the ring. Oh. And it has caused an absolute firestorm. You tell me, are we offended or not? All right. So uh, a if you CR chest, I don't get that. Well, that's a, that's a COVID test. So he he's oh. calling COVID test fake, oh. coming for Simone Biles oh. and making a Duke lacrosse. Was the Duke lacrosse team vindicated? I I believe so. Well, if you're not familiar, it was alleged. Like rape and, yeah, there were rape allegations on the Duke lacrosse team. Yeah. So. People are coming for him. They have. I, I don't know where I even found this video because it has been scrubbed in every in every way possible. But I kind of wanted to just ask you a question. Yes. That line in professional wrestling where if you don't like wrestling, you you most people call it fake or, yeah. or have negative things to say about sure. it. And, I, and a lot of people who are wrestling fans will say, hey, it's no different than a movie or it's no different than a show or yeah. a live show. If you're in a movie, the bad guy can get away with saying anything. Yeah. I mean, racially, no matter what it is, he can say anything. Sure. But in pro wrestling, as we learned from this, this has been scrapped. The owner of the company has come out and said it's terrible. He's going to personally edit and, and, and monitor the show now because he can't have garbage like this on the show. But in wrestling, the bad guy doesn't get the same uh, huh. you know, the, the same leeway. Yeah. Is that... Is it because it's just the the line is a little finer? I think I think the line's a little blurrier between reality and uh, entertainment than when like when Edward Norton gets swastika tattoos. And yeah, starts spouting exactly. Filth in it's, American History Ten. It's just uh, it's it's just an interesting thing, and I don't know if he's going to be fired uh, or not. But you know, people wrestling fans often call for the good old days when things were a little edgier. Yeah, and they definitely got it here, and people are pissed. Man, they they went for it. Yeah, that was a uh, that was no joke. I'm all burnt up. 
727-579-1025. Drew Grab Alive, who are you? What can we do for you? Hey, I have the answers. All right, go ahead. Oh, wow. All right. Uh, here you come again. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. That's right. Yep. And then Moves Like Jagger, Maroon 5. Very good. And then Rihanna, Stevie Nicks. Rihanna and Stevie Nicks, uh, Fleetwood Mac, actually. Can I ask her a question? Go ahead, John. What was the name of the wrestler who spit that naughty rap? Oh. Uh, Max. Yeah. That was his first name. I mean, I don't know. That may be good enough. Max is good enough. Uh, last name was the space out between your legs. Uh, hold on one second, and uh, we're going to get you hooked up with some Dead & Company tickets. Can we do that, John? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, we didn't say you were going to get a prize, but you sure did. Uh, when we come back, we haven't touched uh, Governor uh, Governor McFeely yet and um, his defense for why he gets so damn handsy with people. We'll talk about that next on Drew Garabo Live. As your summer vacation comes to a close, kids are going back to school, and crime is on the rise. If you're a homeowner, you might be concerned for your family's safety and personal property. You need cameras? Do you need a security system? There are a lot of choices out there, and they can often be confusing. Safe Touch's licensed professionals will guide you through the process. Imagine never leaving your kids home alone again. With the Safe Touch two-way operator, you're just a push of a button away. Anything from a bruised elbow to a stranger at the door, Safe Touch is there 24-7. You'll get notifications and video clips sent to you immediately, or you can listen and talk to them through your phone with Safe Touch's live cameras. Maybe you want to cut down on the monthly air conditioning bill? Safe Touch has a solution for that as well. Safe Touch's verified response guarantees the fastest possible emergency response in the industry. So you can get your free consultation today and see the safe touch difference. Call 888-723-8682 and mention the promo code Tampa. That's 888-723-8682. Promo code Tampa or go to safetouch.com right now. You're listening to Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone.